Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Look at that beautiful face. You're looking at yours or mine? Doesn't matter. Okay, great. Could be either one. How you How doing? doing? Oh, nope, 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 nope. Now we end the call. We wait half an hour and we get back on again. <laughs> or you owe me a Coke, Jinx? Oh, I forgot. Before we start, I'm so impressed with this. You're not going to be able to tell that anything happens, but I just wanted to show you that I can do this. Hey, Google, I'm recording. You're right. I am impressed. I'm so happy. So what that did was turned off an air filter and oh. a dehumidifier. D- sorry, fuck. I just realized, speaking of which, <laughs> I forgot to turn off my AC. Hold on. See, you should get one of these uh, smart plugs. I... I'll give a rat's ass what you were just saying. I don't care. I just wanted. To, I just want everyone to know that I don't care. Oh, we can get you a smart plug. That's what I did. I have you a. You know what I, we could do? What? Yeah, but you didn't have that, and it doesn't seem to be working. No, it totally worked. It totally worked. Hold on a second. Hey, Sarah, I need you to very quietly and inconspicuously turn off the AC because I can't let Andrew know that this remote didn't work. Can you do that for me? He doesn't deserve you. Can, you. can you turn off the AC? But wait, go over there. Just go over the AC real quick. Just be cool. Just just be cool. Just be cool. Wait. Wait, don't turn it off yet. Ready? I need you to time it to this. Ready? Yeah, you know what I got, Andrew? I got one of these. Watch this. Nope, that's your cue. That's your cue. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Thank you. See? Remote. Who needs your stupid-ass Google? <laughs> Suck on that. Andrew Dunn. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and catch up on some new technology. My name is Chris Trebo. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Hey, Google, initiate sequence Chris Trebo death. Why do I feel like a tightness in my chest right now? It's talking to me. Oh, God. <laughs> Sarah looked kind of annoyed that I somehow didn't incorporate her into the intro, I think. <laughs> I think I didn't give her enough credit. Or too much credit? Wait, was she there? No, she wasn't. Oh, okay. And that's why I'm like, why are you honing in on right, this Right, yeah, you used the remote. The remote did all the work. Yeah. The remote did all the work. Yeah, 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 for sure. Jeez. Anyway, what's been going on? I got my driver's license. What? No shit. I know, now I'm ready to take Shelly to prom and ride my motorcycle off of Dead Man's Canyon and <laughs> roll a pack of cigarettes up into my sleeve. Wow, wow those are some old-timey references you got going there. I'm an old-timey guy. Yeah, it's true. That's true. So you got your license? How'd I that did. go? Great. Rocky, at first. Oh, I thought you for a second, I don't know why, I thought you meant Rocky was like the guy who gave you the driver's test. It's like, oh, you guys got real friendly, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, he had a pack of smokes in his sleeve. We scheduled it. You, they only give you two tries. Like, I, I, for anyone who doesn't know, I had a driver's license for years, and then I moved to New York. I It was taken from me. It was, uh, I, I left my wallet with some friends. The friends left and did not bring my wallet. And when I came back, everything was still there. The money was still there. The credit cards were still there. I even checked 
my statements. No one like because people can like write down your credit card number and then use it later, and you don't think to check because your credit card's still in your wallet. But I checked, no fishy activity or anything like that. Only thing that was missing was my driver's license. But I was like, well, it's an Ohio license. I live in New York now, so I should just get my New York license. I can just go in and they'll switch it out for me. And、uh, I went there. And they were like, "Oh, sorry, we actually do need like a physical copy of your old one, but don't worry, that should be really easy to get. All you have to do is contact the Ohio DMV where I moved from, and they'll just send you a new one. You have to pay like a fee or whatever." So I called them, and they said, "Oh, sure, yeah, we can definitely get you a replacement card. You just have to prove to us that you still live in Ohio." And I was like, "I don't still live in Ohio." And they were like, "Oh, then you can't have an Ohio driver's license. You don't live there." So I had a license in quotes for like two more years, and it just expired. The reason I suspect it was on a college campus, so I suspect the reason that someone took it was because they kind of look like me and they were under twenty-one. Sure, is my guess. Or someone stole your license to steal your identity, and then they looked at your identity and went, "Not worth it." Went fuck. <laughs> oh man, Jesus! I feel so bad. I should give this guy my identity. <laughs> and I lived in New York, so I wasn't Who like. Who needs a license? Right. No one needs a license. And additionally, did I want to take my driver's test in Manhattan? Nope. No, I did not. So、uh, I just put it off and put it off. Now I live in Jersey. Now we have a car, and、uh, so to be a helpful, productive member of my family, I took the written test. And I passed by one point. Good job. Which means I probably should not be on the road. But you passed. I did. Hey, doesn't matter. I only hit a few pedestrians, but I passed. I got under my under ten is passing. If the pedestrians are under ten years old, yes, yes, that's correct. Because they don't, because they don't count. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just two fathers talking about this. That's okay. <laughs> We both are in charge of children. That's okay. I'm getting to the end of this story. I promise. So I, I passed that, and I, I, then COVID hit. All the DMVs shut down, so like I had, thankfully I had my permit, so I could still kind, of, I could drive us, but Melinda had to be in the car with me. That's adorable. I know. And finally they reopened and stuff started like moving because at first they were super swamped; it was impossible to go in. So now it sort of died down. I have like six months left to get my driver's license before my permit expires, and、uh, we go in. I set an appointment. We go in to do it. I drive up. They say registration, proof of insurance. You know, we need to see all this stuff. You're, you're. Drivers, the driver's license of the person who was in the car with you, and you know we need to check your tags on your thing and whatever. Check your blinkers and blah blah blah. And while they're looking through all the forms, they go, "This registration is expired, and so is this insurance." <laughs> I was like, "Oh!" And you only get two tries with your driver's test, and then you got to retake the written part over. And that was my first one, and I didn't even the instructor didn't even get in the car. And then we rescheduled. We got all that sorted out and rescheduled. As it turned out, the insurance she just forgot to switch the card. Like she had oh okay insurance okay. the registrate oh the registration she had renewed it, but they'd never sent the thing. So everything on like on the web or like in the system was correct. <laughs> But so we get everything sorted out. I reschedule. I go in. I'm like shitting my pants. I have to fucking parallel park. I'm 34. I don't know how to parallel park. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I can't. I can barely get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> and then I got to do a K turn as well. It's a whole thing. Oh, I haven't done the K turn in forever. And if you go over 15 miles per hour, this one didn't leave the the site. Right. I never went on the road. Yeah, you just drive around like a parking lot. Right. Yeah. Basically in a circle. Yeah. And if you go over 15 miles per hour, which basically 
on an automatic car is how fast it goes when you lift your foot off the brake, then it's an automatic fail. So I was like shitting myself this entire time. Thankfully, I did. I got a guy who was super lenient because when I did the parallel park, I did it and I was like, I'm nowhere near the curb. Like I did it. I, I did it the right way, but I just didn't back up enough before I started turning back in. And I was like, I'm I'm easily two feet away. And he, he was like, well, this might be good. And he opened up the door and he was like, eh, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> we just kept going. So and uh, so I ended up passing with 100 percent. I think at the end of the day with the parallel parking, if you don't hit the cones, it doesn't yeah. matter. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? For sure. But I, I got 100 percent. I have my Yay! license. It's still coming in the mail, but I have an interim license. That's a sheet of paper that I yep. signed. Yep. So uh, I'm finally an adult. Good job. He said <laughs> in a fantastic four tank top and a man bun and a and a beard for days. That actually is an adult beard it's a very adult beard <laughs> yeah it's very sexual it gets more adult every time i see you i think about chicka wow wow yeah and it does. equipment that cost more money than i should have spent on something this stupid this is true this is very true how are you what have you done that equals me getting my license we got a new table is that it that you're on that um, you're yeah at? we're on it right now it's beautiful it's, it's a, yeah you can't even see it i can see it can you it's a nice wood it's a panel. nice wood yeah you can plank it's an actual wood table like an adult should have i was very excited to put all the gear up on the table you can't see it but it's very long so oh okay. i have i was gonna say it's very thin right? it's very thin and very long so what all right i was trying <laughs> not to set it up but I, you know what that's actually too easy so if you want to have at it have at my very thin and long penis <laughs> it's very long so i can't normally i put like the tripod and the ring light and everything up for the patreon for the video up uh at the end of the table and right now it's sitting on top of the table right now and i was like i'm gonna look like i'm like you are towering over me right now <laughs> like i just feel like i was gonna look up like you were just hovering over top of me as it should be but i'm so happy it's like a solid table like this feels like where'd it's you get gonna- it Facebook. Oh, the marketplace? Yeah, that's where we buy most of our stuff. You got to be careful. It could have table bugs. Everything could have bugs. Who cares? Like, no, like bed bugs, but for tables, table bugs. Yeah, I know. That's okay. Uh, then uh, maybe they'll beat up my bed bugs. <laughs> get rid of my bed bugs. <laughs> A turf war? Yeah, that's fine. Because really, that's what happens is you get table bugs, you get bed bugs, and then you pit them against each other, and then they fight amongst themselves, and they don't bother you anymore. Well, if it worked for the Trail of Tears. It's the perfect <laughs> crime. All right, should we finally get started? Let's do it. I have a story, but you know what? Maybe it's too long. All right, so let's like your table. True facts. True facts. All right. So uh, let's do this. Uh, I got some news. You got news? Uh, yeah, I got news. Excellent. That's good because we're recording a podcast about news. <laughs> so one of these days I'm going to get on. I'm like, you got news? And you're going to be like, no, I don't. Oh, man. Who has the time? Who has the time? Have you read the news? Would you willingly subject yourself to that? That's true. That's fair. I have uh, I have a lot of everything. I got like all over the place today. I'm actually really happy with the variety that I have to offer you, Andrew Dunn. So as always, I have a little bit of Marvel. I've got a little bit of DC. The choice is yours. What would you like to talk about? DC. Too bad. I want to talk about Cowboy Bebop. Oh. Did you see the picture of John Cho's luscious Cowboy Bebop hair? (laughs) 
I did. I was supposed they released a promo video and I have it set up to watch. Melinda gets upset with me if I watch trailers and stuff without her. So I have like all these trailers set up. If you have any trailer things in here, I haven't seen them yet. I meant to watch them before we came down here, including that one. And I totally forgot. I haven't watched the trailer. I just saw the photo. You've seen the photo? I have. Yes. So you need to know. It is. What do you think? What do you think of the, the hair? I am not as like everyone's like, oh, my God, it looks like that. I don't think it looks that much like Spike's hair. And to be yeah. quite honest, I think he would look ridiculous if it did. Yeah. So good. I think he looks semi ridiculous now. A little bit. And I don't think it looks like Spike's hair. And I've said this before. And this kind of proves my point, I think, is that I think they're going to try and make this very much like the cartoon come to life. And I don't think that's a good idea. I think that both in style wise and in story wise and what have you, I think the cartoon, the anime, I should say, because I think people are going to get upset that I'm just calling it a cartoon. The same. same Excellent. Thing. See, Andrew Dunn, actual anime fan, <laughs> says that it's okay, which means it's okay. Anime is a type of cartoon. Thank you. Thank you. So just get off my dick about it, people. Get off my thin, long, long dick, dick about, about it. it. <laughs> I think that it's better that you don't because the, the anime is so good that you can't improve upon it's it. It's so iconic. And it's so iconic. You can't improve upon it. Why try and carbon copy something that's already out there? This isn't the old days where, you know, TV broadcast something and then it was hard to find it. It's everywhere. It's on streaming. It's on DVD. It's on Blu-ray. It's on wherever. So you can watch the original whenever you want why carbon copy something just so that you can do it in real life why not take the essence of it what makes those things great and then make your own thing and let that be the launching pad right so i'm like the hair looks luscious and amazing but at the same time i'm like he kind of looks a little ridiculous to me i would rather he just had his normal haircut to tell you the truth. Yeah, and just me too. say he's Spike. That's it. You know what would have been easier? Did you see the picture of um, Mustafa Shakir? I think is his name. The guy playing Jet? I've not. I just saw... In it's the, part like, of the same promotional photo, but they may have like cut him out to be like, hey, here's John Cho. Right. He just looks like himself with a goatee. He looks like a dude. Yeah. I think that's... I Then I probably did and just went, oh, he looks like himself. Yeah, maybe. He's got like a, a very nice like pea coat on and he's yes. got like a, yeah, like yeah. a goatee. Yeah. But like, remember Jet's beard? It's crazy and wild, but, like, it wouldn't be that hard to make look cool on a normal person. You could kind because of, it's just, like, sort of sticking out of the sides and, like, also the bottom, and then it's kind of curved. You could kind of do it and make it work, and that's one that I feel like would be easy. Like, do that. Right, right. First of all, that's more iconic to me than Spike's head. <laughs> Yes. I don't know. Well, yeah, that and his John Cho's hair doesn't naturally do that. Like I'm looking at him like, oh, it took that took a while. Yeah, it took a while to make that happen. So, yeah. Well, and, and I don't know how deep I want to go into this rabbit hole, but Spike's last name is Spiegel. He's Jewish. I think he has sort of very like fine, curly. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. So I, I yeah, I'm not really wild about the hair. I mean, listen, that it, it's not so much that I'm like, that's it. This sucks and it's going to be awful. I'm just like, all right, that was a choice. I actually meant to bring this up on the episode where we talked about Cowboy Bebop, but have you seen any interviews with John Cho about Cowboy Bebop? No, I haven't. He always, whenever someone brings it up, he looks so sad. Uh, really? Which I, I don't think is a good sign. He's always like, like someone's like, hey, Cowboy Bebop, you guys just finished shooting, right? It's all good. We just saw this promotional thing, right? And he's always like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, man, it's a, it's, it's, it's wild. 
It's gonna be a oh, it's gonna be a wild ride. You know what? I'm gonna counter that. He may not be able to talk a whole lot about it. It might be that as well. He might not, but I I don't know, man. Because I've seen him talk about Star Trek where he couldn't talk a lot, and he's like, oh man, it's wild and crazy. But this, he's just like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Either that <laughs> or the process has just been awful for him. Well, he also like yeah, he broke like his femur or something working on, it, and they had to take like a year long break. Right. So he might be like, I fucking hate this job. Yeah. Like it could be great. And he could just be like, this fucking job, I fucking hate this. Good news for you, it looks like they're not putting Ed in the show, probably. Yep, excellent. Already I'm happy. I don't know, man. I'm so wary of this. I don't, I'm so... I'm just uh, holding my breath until they show an actual trailer of actual footage and actual anything. Even if the trailer looks good, I'm going to be real suspicious, real skeptical. Yeah, oh sure, absolutely. Chris! Yes? The Beatles. Each one... A legend in his own right. John, Paul, the other two. They made history. And now, HBO Max has announced a new movie about the sad times the Beatles had to go through to become the icons they are today. The film is titled Blue Beetle. (laughs) I see what you did there. That was good. Thank you. (laughs) But no, Blue Beetle. HBO Max is doing it. It's a DC property. And uh, that's almost all I know about it. It's going to be directed by Angel Manuel Soto. And you, right now, the listener and also Chris Treble, should look up his IMDb profile photo at this exact moment. All right, here we go. I'm doing it right now. Great. The film is going to center around Mexican-American teenager Jamie Reyes who is actually the third character in the comics to assume the mantle. So I wonder if they're going to have that backstory, if they're going to do like a switcheroo or what's going to happen with that. That would be, oh, dear God. (laughs) Did you see the photo on IMDb? Oh, what is this? (laughs) It's incredible. I think it's it must be at some sort of cast party because he's like holding a cake. Uh, Who are all these people in the background? (laughs) What is this? That's why I said it must be some sort of like rap party or something. I hope so. Or some. (laughs) sort of it looks like a i don't even know a bachelor party or something jesus because they're all a bunch of like bras just like hanging around you know what i mean oh i didn't i didn't even notice that i just i was going through imdb stuff and i was like who's this guy oh yeah this guy and it's all headshots right it's all headshots of people and then i clicked his and i was like what what is this how does this man have more professional work than me and this is his imdb photo this is craziness this is bananas. Oh, he's working on a Transformers project, too. Interesting. I think if they were going to include any of the backstory of far, as far as, like, being the third Blue Beetle, it's probably going to be a standalone, like, he's the first one, or else you wouldn't reveal it. Now, here's the thing. The, here's a little backstory on Blue Beetle. Charleston Comics was a comic company that DC bought. Blue Beetle was a character in their... Uh, one of their properties that DC ended up owning because of it. They also had Captain Adam and they had the question. The original one was, a, I believe he was an archaeologist who found a scarab that imbued him with some heightened powers, like I think some stronger powers and things like that. And is that Dan Garrett? Yes, that's Dan Garrett. So then the second one was Ted Cord. Ted Cord is the one that is probably most famous as far as Blue Beetle. Ted Cord, who I love, often paired up with Booster Gold for Blue and Gold, is more like, almost like a Batman knockoff. He doesn't have powers. He is a billionaire or a millionaire, depending on what era he's in. Has a lot of gadgets, that type of thing. He's like, a, you know, Beetle plane or Beetle blimp, essentially. But he has had some contact with the, the Scarab. 
as well. And then I believe Jamie Reyes, I remember he was introduced in the early 2000s, and then he gets the scarab of Dan Garrett, and it infuses onto him, and then he has basically like a beetle suit that can if you think of the iron spider right right suit from from spider-man that's kind of the same like the, the, same the nano suit from uh extremis yeah, the nan- it looks a lot very very much like the nano suit and that type of thing i mean you could incorporate dan garrett into it that, as somebody who like had it and then lost it and da, 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 da. i don't think ted cord would be incorporated into this one but It'd be cool if they did. A very easy opening scene would be uh, the first Blue Beetle sort of dying and losing the scarab or, or whatever happens, you know, and then it's like, oh, it fell into this place and into this building. And then it's like 20 years later and they're demolishing the building or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exciting. I mean, I, I had heard tiny little bits that they were hovering around this, but the fact that they now have an actual director assigned to it and it's official and it's a go. I'm really excited for it. Like I said, even though it's Jamie Reyes and not Ted Cord, I do like the character Blue Beetle. I like the hero of Blue Beetle. I've always thought that they're whoever was taking up that mantle is kind of like more an underrated character that um, every time you see them, they they're they pop up in an interesting way. Ted Cord, especially Ted Cord. There's one. It's a one-off book. Maybe I'll make it a reading assignment in some time because it's literally one issue. But it was called Countdown to Infinity Crisis, which was one of their big crisis events. And it's him going around and he is thought of as like a B-list, maybe even a C-list character. And it's him going around to all the major A-list characters and going like, there's something going on. We need to look into this. And them all of like shoving him off and just going like, ah, you don't know what you're talking about, this and that and the other thing. And he investigates, investigates, and then he finds that he's actually correct. And he takes it upon himself to go, well, if none of the A-listers are going to do it, I'm going to go do it. And he ends up getting killed in the process. And this is like this big event that the fact that this guy went to everyone and no one listened to him. And then he ended up dying and giving his life to try and stop it when Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman all shoved him off and ignored him and could have easily stopped it. Starts them to like really look at themselves and and what kind of heroes they are. And that was kind of a turning point for his character. That's a major point in how he's portrayed today. He's one of my favorite characters. Well, thank you for the spoiler on a future reading assignment. You'll forget by the time this episode ends. Forget what? Exactly. The good news is that if this is very successful, there's a good chance that They'll do the rest of the they'll do they'll do everything they can with it. Right. Well, the uh, the great thing is that if this is very successful, then that kind of proves that with a DC character, you can do basically what Marvel does with like Guardians of the Galaxy. You can take a very, again, B list, maybe even C list character and turn it into something profitable. So that opens up the door to a I lot mean, of even Iron Man. Yes, to an extent. Exactly. And so that really opens up the door to a lot of really interesting characters, because I've always thought they keep hitting us with Wonder Woman. I mean, they barely scratch the surface with Wonder Woman, but they keep hitting us with Batman and Superman, especially Batman. Yeah, especially <laughs> Batman. But trying to get those guys off the ground to some varying success. And now with Justice League, you know, trying to get Wonder Woman and Aquaman and Flash. And they're they're all well and good. But DC actually lives in a very interesting place where they have a lot of really interesting 
B-level, C-level obscure characters. I think that's part of the appeal of the Suicide Squad. It, James Gunn has really peppered it with, like, really deep cuts. But in doing so, you go, wow, these are really colorful and interesting characters to mine. Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, The Question, Swamp Thing, Zatanna, Constantine. All the Justice League Dark, all the magic in there. You know, all these different things that you could do. Detective Chimp would be fantastic. Well, it's a shame, too, because it looks like Marvel is trying to, I mean, always has been, but they're right now, like, we're about to get a a Hawkeye series about Kate Bishop. Very similar to that sort of Matt Fraction style that was like, hey, here's this guy you don't give a shit about, but you know what? Over the next four volumes, you will. And DC was set to release... A Mr. Miracle show, A New Gods, right? And right. Uh, and now it's not and happening then it got anymore. Canceled. So yeah, 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 yeah. But that's awesome. That's great. Like maybe I said, this maybe will that, help. I was just going to say that could this could bring it back. All right, we got some official. It was released on Twitter. Some official art from Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, featuring the cast. In a, did you see this? No. So it was tweeted out by. Uh, one of the crew members, I think it was an official gift given to cast and crew of the cast of Multiverse of Madness and basically this old Marvel cover style of a comic book, but it features the full cast. So it features in it Doctor Strange, Wong, the Scarlet Witch in her costume. And what is essentially our first look at America Chavez. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it definitely is official that she is fully in it and obviously a very big part of it. Nice. The costume That's exciting. looks relatively the same as she does in the comic. She's got her jacket, her stars and stripe theme. Do you have a second to look it up? Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm doing it right now. It looks really cool. I mean, the, again, this was like a, a gift that they must have given out to everybody and then somebody tweeted out what it looks like. So you're not getting like an actual photo of it, but the, but it is confirming America Chavez. It's confirming Scarlet Witch and that she is Scarlet Witch. They're picking up from WandaVision and taking that character even further with her actual costume and everything. So it kind of confirms at least a little bit of what we thought was going to happen. Looks good. Yeah, right? It's exciting. I'm excited. So this is, uh, again, kind of our first-ish look at America Chavez. What do you think? What do you think of the America Chavez? It's not a lot to see. Looks great. I'm very confident with the way that, judging by what Marvel has been doing lately in their films and television, hopefully she'll get her own series. I think she'd fit in a little better with the Disney Plus crowd. But if she gets her own movie... I won't be upset. Like, I'll be. You mean people who watch Disney Plus is what you're saying? You feel like of all the streaming services, America Chavez would watch Disney Plus? That was a great joke. It wasn't, though. Don't patronize me. <laughs> no, that's what happens when I feel like a joke needs to be inserted somewhere, and I just half heartedly attempt it. Yeah. Listen, there's nothing more indicative of America than Disney. Very <laughs> so good. that's correct. She wouldn't watch Netflix or Hulu. She'd be right on the Disney train, right on that money train yeah. with the mouse. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I do think with like. Ironheart coming out, Miss Marvel coming out, Kate Bishop's getting her own show. I think America Chavez, my my guess is that they're putting America Chavez in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness and they're putting Miss Marvel in the sequel to Captain Marvel in order to get more people to get on the Disney Plus train. And probably it's probably going to work because they're good actors. The, the young woman playing... Um, 
Kamala Harris looks great. And we're actually going to have a video on her very, very soon. <laughs> I said, I, yeah, no, I meant it. The vice president. Yeah. I was like, hmm? the young woman what? playing the vice president, president of, of the, the United, United States? States of America. Yeah, that's what I meant. Also, uh, Kamala Khan, there you uh, go. The, the young woman playing Kamala Khan looks uh, looks like she's going to do very well as well. Yeah. She's going to fix that border right up. Let me tell you. Listen, I get so confused because one is Kamala and one is Kamala. And I just, as a 30-something white man, this is stereotyping against me. This is true. I feel so oppressed. Yes, I know. And you should. And this is an important issue that not enough people are talking about, is the is the oppression of 30-something white men. Thank you. And these characters that you and I are playing right now may come up a little more next episode. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Playing. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right. So, yeah, that's all. She looks fine. It's hard to see in the photo specifically. You can see like half of her coat. She has brown hair. Right. You're going to not a lot of detail. I think the most exciting thing is this is an official confirmation of like she's in it. Yeah. Scarlet Witch she's is not Scarlet a cameo. Witch. She's not a post credit scene. Yeah. She's in it. Yeah. Chris. Sorry, maybe he didn't hear me. Chris? Yes? You're familiar with cheeses, yes? I've heard of such things. Okay, but did you know that cheese, specific cheeses, have many different subgroupings? You can have the breeze. You can have the cheddars, the provolones. Well, Rob Zombie has confirmed that he'll be making a movie about the Munsters. <laughs> oh my god. Get worse. They get worse and worse as the episode goes on. I mean, you've really outdone yourself with these. Really. I've out. No. No. Trifled myself. No. I mean, I'm really. I'm so proud. You should be proud. I know. You worked really hard on these, didn't you? I did. I worked really hard on these on my hour long lunch break. I know. You. It's. It really shows. Thank you. It really shows. Rob Zombie shared via Instagram, quote, Attention, boils and ghouls. The rumors are true. My next film project will be the one I've been chasing for 20 years, The Munsters. Stay tuned for exciting details as things progress. <laughs> has he really been chasing this for 20 years? I think he has. He has in interviews been saying, like, if I could do any one project, it would be a remake of The Munsters. I don't know what he wants to do with it. Like, I don't know if he's going to make like a comedy or if it's going to be like some creepy horror version of it or, or what his plan I, is. I'll tell you what. I actually kind of wish it's that. Yeah. I Well, exactly. That's kind of what I Because I wonder. I do wonder what it's going to be like. I don't know if it's going to be like a direct remake where it's like, ah, it's a funny sitcom type thing or if it's going to be more like the stuff he usually does, you know? Yeah. I, that's what I imagine it would be. Why would you give Rob Zombie the monsters if it wasn't going to be a Rob Zombie movie. I know, exactly. Well, I think part of it is because he's just been, he has been like on this train for a long time of being like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Right. So I wonder if eventually they were like, we don't have any right. plans for the monsters Here, yeah. take it. Who gives a shit? For anyone who is unfamiliar with Rob Zombie, he has previously directed, and this is absolutely true, House of a Thousand Corpses, the Halloween and Halloween 2 reboots, and Tom Papa Live in New York City. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's on his IMDb page. That is bananas. Are you kidding me? Isn't that funny? Among other things, he, he has actually quite a prolific history yes, of directing has, and I writing know he's a and lot of stuff. producing. He's also a musician. He's provided the soundtrack to a lot of films. But that was one that jumped. I was like, what? Holy shit. That came out of left field. I know. Like... Uh, 
That came out of the outfield. Oh. Someone hit a home run, and that ball just, like, came back in. My gosh, that came out of the parking lot. <laughs> just, like, popped you in the face. Wow. That's insane. Uh, fuck the monsters. We need to talk about that more. <laughs> I that know. I kind of want to watch it. Up front. Yeah. We should watch it. At what point do you think Tom Papa stops telling jokes and just starts killing people in the audience? Well, isn't that part of his act? I think so. It's usually his closer. Yeah, I actually really want this to be just a, a straight up horror movie of just this family that is a bunch of freaks and then... They kill their neighbors or something. Because otherwise, like, why, again? Or like, like yeah, why? like someone from out of town comes to visit and they stay in this creepy house that they think is abandoned. Right. right? Otherwise, what's the damn point of doing the monsters? No, like, no one cares about Let's this. say it's a comedy. Okay. Who do you get? My God. Now I got to remember the monsters. This is the thing. <laughs> Come on. There's do? The, the super tall Frankenstein dad. There's the Frankenstein Herman. dad. Okay. There's the completely ordinary daughter. Right. Marilyn. Yeah. There's Lily. Margot Robbie. By the way, Margot Robbie for the daughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's a good choice. There's the wolf boy. Grandpa. Yes. No. Is grandpa the vampire? Yes. Okay. That, see, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to mix up the Adams family and the monsters. That's and then fine. we're going to tweet some from that's fine. those people. Right. Because that's Uncle Fester. But if, if you can, I think. Ted Cruz for the vampire. Yes. Primo choice. Yes, I think that's good. I'm going to say Timothy Chalamet for the wolf boy. Oh, that's a good choice. I was going to say Danny DeVito, but I like that better. Yeah. Who's like a giant (gasps) Benedict Cumberbatch? For the dad? Yeah. I'm going to top it. Dave Bautista. I'm going to top it. Jason Momoa. I was going to say Jason Momoa too. (laughs) For Lily. Yeah. I'm going to top it. Ready for the dad, Jason Momoa, on top of Dave Batista. Oh, just stack them, just genius. stack them high. That's a yeah, and then just do the idea. trench coat thing yeah. where one's underneath the other, and then he'll almost be as tall as the original. Right, exactly. Yeah, just Lily, who who's is the only one left. That's the daughter, the normal. No, daughter. no, we did Marilyn. Which I think is the cousin. Because you said Margot Robbie, right? Lily is the wife. Can I just... I'm just going to point out, because the listeners at home can't see this. You're rattling off all the characters' names while not looking at any notes. Which means you have memorized the characters of the monsters. I loved that show. Which means there's a dynamic of our friendship that we have not discussed. Sitcoms? I feel like we have. I just No, I just meant the monsters. Oh, okay. Sure. I used to watch a lot of TV Land as a kid. Because it was funny. I did too. I would. I did watch the monsters. Not enough, though. Not a, not as much as you. <laughs> I was more of a Gilligan's Island type of kid. See, I loved Gilligan's Island as well. I don't know what it is, though. I don't. I probably watched them both equally, but the monsters just stuck with me more for some yeah, reason. Yeah, but Gilligan's Island got me through a very, very important time in my adolescence. If you know what I'm saying. The skipper. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Voluptuous. Oh, that hat. Who do you get for Lily? She's like the the Morticia. Like, she's basically just like Elvira or Morticia or whatever. Oh, oh, wait. I got a great idea. Hear me out. Christina Ricci, former Wednesday Adams. Oh. Aged into, right? That would be good for an Adams family film. No, I think you cross her over as almost like a, a, a tip of the hat, a nod. To the other, to the other reference. Who is setting off fireworks outside my fucking window right now? <laughs> Did you hear that on the mic? Could you hear that? Yeah. What the fuck yes, is going on out I thought someone like threw a shoe. No, they set off fireworks out my goddamn window. You should move to Jersey. No one celebrates anything. What the fuck is this? Because you know they live in Jersey. What's there to celebrate? Anyway. What was I talking about? The monsters. Right. And your adolescent erection for the skipper of Gilligan's Island. Hey, man, just that little hat and a smile. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the skipper or are you talking about your 
You know what? Never mind. It's fine. It's Sometimes fine. both. Fun fact about uh, the guy who played Gilligan, the actor, mm-hmm. uh, thin and long. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Very good. Please move us on from here. <laughs> yes. Let's move on from here. Okay. Hey, I got a trailer for you. Ready? Great. Because you haven't seen it. So let's talk about it. Let's force this, force you into this awkward situation. Let's do it. There were some new costume photos of Shazam that, yeah. that got posted. Did you see that? No. Yeah. I saw it exist. It's up on my computer right now waiting for me to watch it. Right. Did you see that there's some also just some photos from the set nah. that got posted? Didn't see it? Nothing. So you haven't seen the new costume? Nothing. Fuck it. Moving on. I'm going to go <laughs> to a different one. I can look it up right now. Nah, fuck that. That's we'll what do I it said. live. We'll do it live. I think I just woke my kid up. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> it's fine. It looks slightly better than the original. Again. Again with the fireworks. Again. What's going on outside? What is today? Is it for pride? I Nothingness. It's nothing day. Is it for Loki? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's By how. the way, in case, uh, just FYI, we're not talking about Loki because on the day we're recording is literally the day the first episode came out. So Have you seen it yet? I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. Oh, man. He dies at the end. No, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's like, you haven't fucking seen it. There's no way. <laughs> By the way, I'll just make an agreement right now. Do you want to just wait until all of Loki is out to talk about Loki? I don't know. How many episodes is it? Do you know? I don't know. Okay, cool. This part doesn't have to be in the episode. Or it does. I don't care. You do what you want to do. I don't know. All right. Into the Spider-Verse casted a new cast member. Yeah. Issa Rae from the show Insecure and Lovebirds. Very, very talented. Very funny lady. Has been cast the voice of Jessica Drew, a.k.a. Spider-Woman. So we're going to Spider-Woman. Yeah. I think we knew she was going to, not the actress. We knew the character was going to be, be in it. Yeah. But I, I don't know this actress. I am excited. I assume... That she's going to be very good because, I mean, look, the sequel has very big shoes to fill, but it's the same people. So I have no reason to think that it will be any less spectacular than the first one. So I'm excited. Whatever they choose to do, I'm on board. I haven't seen a whole lot from her, but everything I've ever read about her, everyone's like, she's incredible. So I I think she's going to be great. Tell me a little bit about Spider-Woman. I don't know a whole lot about her. Oh, which one is she? She's the one in the red and the yellow. Yeah, I know. I just get her mixed up with Silk. Let me look it up and then I'll probably know which one she is. Because one of them... Silk is the one that got bitten by the same spider as Peter Parker. Uh, her mom's name is Miriam Drew, which I read as Mountain Dew. <laughs> but every time somebody writes a script about Miriam Drew, it autocorrects to Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. You figured it out. Okay, I did. I remember on. this one now. Listen, man, there's so many goddamn spider totems. That's what they're there called, are, by the way. Yes, I know. There are a lot of them. It's a, how we have an entire m- two movies about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's and we didn't even like we barely even like scratched the surface that we, we yeah. saw like six of them. There's like fucking yeah. hundreds. Yeah. All right. So uh, her dad is the scientist and she like he moves her his family to be like closer to his lab and he is working very closely with uranium and there's like an accident that happens that exposes her to a fuck ton of uranium looks like she's going to die but through his research he has found this like cure but it's very experimental and he's not sure if it's going to work but it's like now or never so he basically just pumps his daughter full of the stuff and it gives her all these crazy powers the experimental serum was made with spider blood that's the version that i know that's a lot of spiders <laughs> To suck their blood. You know what I yes. mean? But there is, it looks like they retconned her origins later. Like, but. how much blood could one spider hold? You want me to show you? Yeah. 
You have your spiders there? Do I have my spiders here? <laughs> of course. In that basement, I believe it. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're everywhere. Oh, they're geez. in my raccoon wounds. Yeah, uh, spider blood. How would you inject spiders? That's so many spiders. No, it's not. You can, I mean, if there's ha- like a quarter an ounce in a spider. I don't know measurements. <laughs> metric but like if you okay say you have like a vial this big i know they can't see it why would you need a vial that big because you're injecting uh, for the listener he's the... showing a vial that's bigger than my it's big it doesn't need to be that big it, it can just be like a quarter of an ounce it can just be like a little tiny little bit and that's gonna cure her what kind of doctor are you that <laughs> mixed with something else <laughs> then why even put that in because it needs just like a little bit it's the chef's <laughs> kiss just like a little ingredient. kiss of spider blood it's the secret ingredient it's the secret yeah. ingredient just a pinch of spider blood yeah so what I put in all my my marinara sauce. They're like, you don't really actually need the spider blood. It just makes it just a little bit better. Yeah, it makes it a little purple, which is pretty, pretty neat. <laughs> it, just, it just adjusts the color so yeah. it looks cool yeah. when I put it in the thing. In the black light. Yeah. Yeah, I turn on this black light and now it glows. Look at now, that. Now, hang on. Let's listen to some Pink Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. My daughter died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Chris, every time you do that, I, I'm not going to lie. I I have a small heart attack. And I don't just mean today. Like every time you do that, every episode, yeah, which is every sure. story you do. For sure. Yeah, little, you're not wrong. Little heart attack. Yeah, for sure. Chris. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> God. Are you okay? Master and Commander was a film that came out in 2003, but now there are reports that they're planning to make a prequel to this incredibly successful smash hit film. Oh, wait, that's real. Yeah, that's real. Oh, never mind. (laughs) I don't have a pun for that one. They're actually making a sequel. To that movie that all of your dads wanted. (laughs) So... (laughs) I I read this too, and the internet was freaking out over this. Have you ever seen this movie? No. Neither have I, and I've never met. I want you to know that we tweeted about it, and all of our followers were like, "This sounds dumb." Yes, and I agree. Everyone has like a huge raging boner about it, and I don't understand what the big deal is. I don't understand it either. If you have any idea what the big deal is, could you please tell us? Normally, it's Russell Crowe on a boat. I I mean. I, I would love to send him away on a boat. That's all I could get from this movie. I'd love to send him away uh, in the water without a boat. If you've seen this movie, can you please explain to us why it's so good and why everyone is losing their goddamn mind over it? Do you know what it's about? It's about Russell Crowe sailing to get... No, I was going to say a whale, but that's Moby Dick. Mastering and commanding? Oh, man. I mean, I'd watch two hours of... <laughs> Russell Crowe mastering and commanding. Oh, my God. You know, the little hat and just a smile. You know what I'm saying? The original film was based on Patrick O'Brien's book series that consists of 20 novels. Sweet, merciful God. That follow the adventures of Jack Aubrey and the Royal Navy and his crew. This evidently is going to be a prequel, supposedly going to be written by writer Patrick Ness, who previously wrote A Monster Calls. Reportedly, this new film will be based on the first book in the series, which shows a young Aubrey when he is given his first command and also explores how his friendship with his naval surgeon, Stephen Maturin, who was played by Paul Bettany in the original film, begins. Now, the most important question, who gives a shit? (laughs) 
I still don't understand. I know it was only 30 seconds since the last time I said this, but in the 30 seconds, I'm still not able to comprehend why. Who gives a shit? What is this fucking movie? This is... This, uh, maybe we should just do a, an entire episode about us trying to figure out what the fuck the big deal is about Master and Commander. We should watch it together. No, I think we should do the entire episode not watching do, it. Do you want to watch it on mute together? What difference does it make? Because then we can try to figure out what's going on without the words. I think we could do it and we could do that even while listening to the sound. Who gives a shit? It's him and a... Boat and wearing a dicky or something. I don't know. I put on Twitter that, like, it feels to me like a Hollywood writer's room that had a deadline that was like, we need an idea for our next big hit film. Got to 5.59 p.m. and was like, fuck, I don't know, a Master and Commander prequel? And they were like, yeah, just send it over. Who gives a shit? I think... What happened was somebody saw Master and Commander on cable and they were and it was one of those days when the cable runs like the same movie like (laughs) 40 times. And they're like, oh, this must be this must be big. This must be huge. They're playing it a lot. Maybe we should do another one. Russell Crowe is in it. So let me get this straight. It's a prequel. Yep. But Russell Crowe is in it in the prequel. No, no. He's not in it. He's not in it. Okay. There it's it's going to be like a reboot, but it but this movie is still part of that universe. And again, this is all still rumors right now. It looks like that is definitely going to be like it's definitely going to be a master and commander film that is that is in the same universe as this one. The rumor right now is that it's probably a prequel. I'm not sure how comfortable I am using the word universe with master and commander. <laughs> I'm not sure. The Master and Commander universe. I don't. The Bodiverse. The, the, bo- <laughs> <laughs> the Shipiverse. No, I like Bodiverse. Yeah. Yeah, Bodiverse. Yeah. What other- we could call each piece, though, a piece of ship. There you go. I like that, too. Thank you. Um, okay. All right. Wait, then let's let's pull on this thread a little bit. All right. You've got the Bodiverse. What other franchises now can we incorporate into the Bodiverse? Uh, uh, the one with um, Robert Redford. The one that's just himself. Oh, yeah. Okay. What about, I think you go something really off the wall. Go, I say The Meg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Like, uh, that's what this could be. It could be a sequel to Master Commander and a prequel to The Meg. Master Commander, fight The Meg. I would pay to see that. Russell Crowe. I mean, they die. They would die immediately. <laughs> they would. That that thing would eat that most of them whole. Be a fifteen minute movie, but it'd be great. Based on the diets that men had back in the day and how little they worked out, they would probably mostly all die of a heart attack before it ate them. It would probably choke the Meg, <laughs> and that's how they would defeat it. That sounds so dirty. I like it. Choke yeah. the Meg. What's the other one where the shark eats Samuel L. Jackson? Castaway. <laughs> Cast no, you could put Castaway in there. I know you could. That's what I was thinking. That I'll put that in the Bodiverse. The one you're thinking of, I think, is, is it Deep Blue Sea? I think it's Deep Blue Sea. What's the one where the guy says to Tom Hanks, "I'm the captain now"? Oh, uh, Captain Phillips. Yeah, that one. That one. Yes, I like that. What if they're all the same boat? You know that that uh, is, is it Plato or whoever or Aristotle or some shit has that idea that like if you keep replacing a boat, the the ship of Theseus. Yeah, the thing that they talk about at the end of one division. Yeah, yeah. So what if they keep replacing the parts of a boat yes and it turns yes. out that it's the same boat same in all these boat. films oh oh and if we do i'm the captain now captain phillips and castaway yeah. it can be the same character <gasps> tom hanks oh man we just fixed hollywood baby the boat oh 
Get behind it. <laughs> Get behind it, everyone. Hashtag Bodiverse. Send this out there. I want this a thing. I want a Bodiverse out, everyone. All right? Make this happen for me. This can be my birthday slash Christmas slash Kwanzaa slash Father's Day slash New Year's Day slash Flag Day gift. All right. I want the Bodiverse to be a thing. Can I offer up a possible different name? Yes. Pontooniverse. That's tempting. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Bodiverse, yeah. but we're going to fit Pontoon in it there. It could end up being like, you know how everyone still calls it the DCEU, but that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. We could have two different ones. Oh, Yeah. We could do that. Somebody get Hollywood on the phone right now. Oh, wait, no. I got this. All right. It's the Bodiverse, but instead of phases, we go in pontoons. Pontoon one, pontoon two. See, no, I don't like that. The only reason I picked pontoon is because it ends with UN, which is the first syllable of universe. Oh. Pontooniverse. You know what happened there? I don't know how to spell. I thought it was a double O. Illiteracy. It's a real problem in America. If you have problems with illiteracy and you never learned to read, please call 1-800-CHRIS-TREBLE-DOESN'T-KNOW-HOW-TO-READ. I would, but I can't read the numbers on my phone to <laughs> know how to do that. Yeah. Put it in the pontooniverse. I want, I really, I want this now. I want this bad. Okay. Andrew. Yeah. Look at me. Uh-huh. Look at me. I've never been more serious about anything in my I'm life. I'm the captain now. <laughs> you could be, That's what I'm pretty sure I you I should have done say. it. Oh, I blew that one. Oh, man. I blew that. I blew that. I want this. I want this bad. All right. I got to... Uh, we could talk about the Bodiverse all day. All right? <laughs> we could. And don't think that I'm not tempted to. But there's other stuff we got to talk about. For sure. Jupiter's Legacy is officially almost kind of sort of canceled. If you read the... <laughs> I had to cut out something where you said, because it takes us so long to edit, that, uh, like, we'll do... An, and especially this one, because the Eternals trailer dropped, and so we had to put in an extra one. So it was, like, three weeks, and to, like, from recording to the release of our episode about Jupiter's Legacy, and I had to cut out you saying, I mean, it's definitely going to get renewed for a second season. I know, I know. <laughs> I remember reading this, and I was like, we said that. We totally said it was going to get a second season. There was no, honestly, I felt like there was no reason not to believe that. It's Netflix. People They'll, loved it also. Apparently not. N- well, not critics, but like if you go on the, like. Yeah, I know. The HelloFresh. Uh, Hello What's that fucking site called? Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. It's like 90% fresh among viewers. Yeah. I think what happened there was that those are people who love the comic. And so they're, they blindly support anything. I thought you were going to say, I think what happened there is that the people who voted for it were illiterate. Yeah. Probably. So here's the thing. Jupiter's Legacy is not officially. Sorry. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy. I hit the table and I don't know if I picked it up on the mic. Uh, now I shouldn't even be talking about it because it might not have. And Chris, I you're wasting valuable time when we could be discussing the Bodiverse. Oh, you're right. Let's get back to it. Okay. So Jupiter's Legacy has not been officially canceled, but it was announced that all the cast members have been released from their show commitment, which means it's been canceled. Malar, by the way, meanwhile, has been working on adapting his work called Super Crooks, which apparently takes place in the same world, but it focuses on the villains. And I think it's going to be about like some grand heist. It's going to be like a heist 
thing going on. So here's my question to you. We're not getting Jupiter's Legacy Season 2, but we are getting something set in the universe. Would you still be interested in this universe if it's just not with the characters that we saw in Jupiter's Legacy? No. You're that done with the universe. Yeah, I mean, it would really have to be like a, like, you know, like James Gunn was like, no, it's the Suicide Squad, but this has nothing to do with any of the other movies. It would have to be something right. like that for me. It would have to be like a complete overhaul. Right. I, it might be. It might be. I doubt it, though. Yeah. Because when you say in the same universe, mm-hmm. like the Suicide Squad isn't in the same universe as Suicide Squad. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. I don't know. I go back and forth on this. I think it really depends on the description that they give. It's it's first of all, we didn't get a whole lot of villains from this world. We got a lot of heroes and not a lot of villains. So I think that's at least a little bit of an aspect that I find interesting that I would want to possibly take a look into. Also, the idea that they're trying to pull off a heist, I think, fixes a lot of the problems that you and I discussed on the last episode about, which is basically like there was no real momentum to the to the show. Yeah. And there, there was were very few goals. There were goals or and there was no thrust or anything. No. And no sense of urgency. Whereas there's a lot of contemplation. Yeah. So this feels a lot more streamlined and a lot more urgent and a lot more simple and cleaner. Yeah. I don't know, man. Based on what you've told me so far, it just sounds like the first Suicide Squad film. Right. That's that's fair. That's true. I, like I said, I wouldn't be completely against this. I, but honestly, I also the thing against it for me is that I didn't really find anyone in that universe interesting. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't even that the plot was bad and most of the characters I didn't like. But there was this one guy that I would like to tune in for. Like, if we centered the show around him, I'd tune in for that. There wasn't anyone like that. And there there were a couple that I... I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling the opposite. There were a couple for me, but they were very, very small roles. Like, I think we liked that, like, magician-looking dude. Uh, the guy who, like, floated in the building, and he had, like, the little twiddly mustache. I hate that fucking guy. Oh, really? I thought we did like him. No. I, How did you feel about Walt's daughter? When is, oh, the, the like, uh, telepathic sa- Katana-wielding brain person. She's cool. She was. And, in fact, I don't know if you saw on Twitter when it came out that uh, she no longer was working for that show. She was like, hey, everybody, um, this is what was going to happen to the character over the next three seasons. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Anything interesting? Uh, she's not dead. Oh, my God. I forgot that he slit her throat at the end. It's how boring this fucking thing was. I forgot. I know that like the most interesting thing that happens. You still forget about it because you just checked out. But she uh, she made a like hidden area in his brain and hid her consciousness in it or something. And she was going to come back in a different body. Isn't that always the way? Yeah. Women. Am I right? Nice. <laughs> But yeah, she was, I I love that like a lot of these actors were like, oh, fuck that. Like Josh Demel as well posted like photos of him in the, in the outfit and was like, I'm not giving up on this. Like they're all just like, fuck you, Netflix, which is very admirable. And this is one of those shows that like, I honestly am not sure what went wrong. It feels like an easy home run, like Suicide Squad. Like, I I was like, I don't I don't know what went wrong. You know, like, uh, I mean, look, if they can find a because they're all looking for a different home for it now, if they can find a different home for it, 
And maybe a better showrunner who will take it in a different direction. Like burying it in a ditch? I mean, based on when you're like, hey, how would you feel about watching other characters in this incredibly boring show? I'm like, I, I have no interest in that. But if we want to, like, totally overhaul it, I'll, I'll give it a chance, probably. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I go back and forth. I'm interested. You know, I love a good heist movie and it's hard to even a bad heist movie. You're like, all right, it's a good time or even a heist series. You know, you're like, okay, this could be something I can just easily watch. Heist with superpowers always sounds kind of like a fun time, no matter what universe it is, whether it's an original universe or something that I already know. So I think in that regard, then I would be totally up to watch this. But that being said, there was no character in this that I went, oh, if they include that character, I'm I'm in. You've got my money, you know? Yeah. Usually even the worst shows, there's like... There's someone. There's, oh, that guy. Yeah, I could pull this guy out. Maybe Hutch? Hutch is cool. Hutch is the guy with the wand. Yeah. See, I like his power. Yeah. But I don't I, like his character. I was like, I don't really care. Yeah. I, if you ask me, it's that old thing. I think I've told you about uh, the Red Letter Media Star Wars uh, the Phantom Menace review has a thing where it asks like these experts on Star Wars to describe all like multiple main characters from the original trilogy and from the Phantom Menace without describing their appearance, their job or any of the things they do in the story. Just describe them based on their characters. And it's like Han Solo. Oh, a rogue dashing sexy. He's going to ride the line. And then it's like Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, 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 and that's kind of how I feel with Hutch is it's like describe him well he's cool looking he's got the hair he's got this cool power but it's like who is he I, uh, yeah exactly I, he's this guy's son He's he but and he's trying to find his dad, but I don't really know why. What does he care about? Well, he's robbing stuff, but then it turns out he doesn't actually really need to. I guess he's just doing it to get this other thing, maybe for why. I don't I don't I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like I said, maybe we'll see where it goes. Did you see the Flash? Andy Machete, the director of the Flash movie, released a photo of the Michael Keaton Batman symbol. Oh, I did see that, yeah. With a little bit of blood on it. It looked like somebody spilled their jelly sandwich on it. It did, didn't it? It didn't look like blood. No, it did evoke (laughs) a little bit of a Watchmen feel to me. For sure. I think that was on purpose. I'm not saying that Watchmen is going to be in this whatsoever. I think they did, but I just think the yellow on red was done on purpose. So, you know, let your mass speculating... Continue on that. Yeah. What do you think are the odds that they're going to do the like the Justice League Watchmen? Any of that? Like, is it? Good, do you think there's going to be a universe of that? You mean like the Watchmen crossover? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like the comic they did, like the sequel to the Watchmen, like the Doomsday Clock. Uh no. I think that's going to be too much. First of all, I think it's going to be too just too much to throw that in there. Yeah. I don't think that this is established enough as a as a universe to really do that they haven't even figured out how to get successful in their own universe with their own characters (laughs) let alone do some sort of weird crazy crossover and also i think by and large the general public don't know watchmen you get little bits of it you know, you got the I series. Yeah, on I HBO. think the series was a pretty big hit, though. The, the series was a hit and it helped. But also the series, I think you could kind of watch that series without fully knowing Watchmen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, I think that as much as that helps, for the most part, you have the comic, which came out in the 80s. 
And then you had the movie, which came out in the t- early 2000s. And then you had the series, which came out a couple of years ago. But that's pretty much it. It's very sparse that the right, the general public gets something Watchmen-esque fed to them. Yeah, you know, like Star Wars. And who knows that? But it's true. But like, here's the thing. But Star Wars was a huge, massive cultural touchstone in a wide medium. And then they did, they re-released Star Wars and they made prequels to Star Wars. It, it had enough of a consistency that it would, and also in between they did have books and they did have this and that. It had enough of a consistency. It stayed in the zeitgeist constantly, whereas Watchmen I don't think does in the same way. So I think you would introduce Watchmen characters and a lot of people would be like, The fuck is that? Is this? Yeah. Yeah, what is this? I think it's going to just be... Listen, they could kill Batman, the 89 Batman. I think people would lose their damn mind, but it's possible. Or some people have said maybe it's Robin. Who knows? Somebody's going to die. That's all I can hope. This is the one I want to get to, though. Dark Horse has announced that they are opening a new gaming division called Dark Horse Games, where they are going to be developing video games of their properties via um, either in-house or through third parties, which means that, you know, several of their titles could be released as a video game. This includes things like Hellboy, Umbrella Academy, 300, Sin City. So I'm going to, right before we end here, let's spitball a few ideas. There's a, uh, what kind of games would we like to see out of Dark Horse games? I just want... Like, after you named them all, I just want a Kingdom Hearts, but it's in the Dark Horse universe. Oh, so a bunch of crossover. Yeah. Interesting. Or, like, how interesting would it be to... I always thought that, like, I think it's Secret War. The, uh... Is that the one? What's the one where, like, all the Marvel characters are, like, transported to an alternate planet and then... Like a battle world? Yeah. Yeah, it's Secret Secret War, right? I always felt like that kind of felt like a video game. And I wonder if you could do that with all the Dark Horse characters and just, like, transport them all into a place and Hellboy's like, who the fuck is this guy? And, like, all the characters in Sin City are like, what are we doing here? You know, or whatever. I was thinking about this. I was like, I would love to see... First of all, I think a Hellboy game would be phenomenal. I think there has been there one. There probably has been one. And it wasn't very good. But I think with Dark Horse backing it fully, I think they could really do something awesome. Well, especially right now. Like, anything that came out before, like, 2005, right. it's not its fault if it's bad. No. No, no, no. Umbrella Academy? Yeah. That would be real interesting. That could be good. But you'd have to probably do, like, it wouldn't be like the show. No. It would be like the comic. Which is very strange. Okay, but what kind of game would you would you want to see? Like a third-person shooter? Would you want to see... Well, for like Umbrella Academy specifically? Yeah. That would be great as a like Super Smash Brothers game where like yeah. you can pick all the different types of characters and they all have different little powers, but the move sets are basically the same. Yes, I like that. And you're just all in like a little, little level and you're trying to like knock each other off. Yeah. I think, I, you know what I would love? Sin City, but like a GTA. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, that's funny. I was going to say like... Um, Mac- like an open sandbox. Do you know Max Payne? Yes. Like uh, Sin City, like Max Payne would be real interesting. Ooh, that'd be really interesting. Yeah. 300, if you made like an Assassin's Creed, like 300, or even like a... Like God of War. Yeah, like a God of War. Yeah, this kind of big, you know... You could even mix those two together. If the licenses are cool with it. Oh, God of War in 300? Yeah, like have a game where they... Like a Warverse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the Bodiverse. Like the Bodiverse. And then actually, follow me here, the Spartans take to the seas and they travel 
and they encounter a boat. And on the boat is Russell Crowe. I mean, the timelines don't really work Shut out. But what, goddamn But out. they could find a boat mm-hmm. and be like, we're going to put this in France or right. England or wherever okay. Russell Crowe's character okay. is from. I'm with you. And then he discovers it later, like oh. Jumanji. It's got like a beating drum. And he's like, oh this boat calls to me. Boat-iverse. But what I was going to say is... Um, Completely backing up from this joke that isn't funny. If you do, like, if you want to do a gold. mix of God of War and Three Hundred, what you could do is have a, have two different games where the two repeatedly meet. Like, I forget his name, but the guy from God of War and uh, Jerry, yeah, Jerry from God of War and Tom from uh, Three Hundred. Right, you could have them like repeatedly meeting, and then you could have two different games. One from the point of view of God of War and one from the point of view of 300. And it's both of their stories that lead them to continuously fighting Mm. each other as they go on. Here's what I think. Different 300 video game. It's just the guy who got kicked in the well. (laughs) And it's just him falling continuously. (laughs) It's just, yeah. It's called This is Sparta. Yeah. And then it's it's just the guy falling continuously. And it's just, you know, you can make it like a temple run thing where like the coins go by and you just move them left to right, left to right. Yeah. And you're just collecting gems and stuff like that. And it's just the guy that's falling in the well. I think that'd be good. That's what I think they should do. Oh, my God. That's Gerard. Oh, no. They're they're different people. They're different people. (laughs) Russell Crowe and Gerard Butler are different people. I mean, just barely. Yeah. But are they, though? But they look... Are they different people? Are they? Has anyone verified this? What if the Master and Commander character is a descendant <gasps> of Gerard Butler's character? Potiverse. The Potiverse. I want this so badly. I know you do. I really I know. Do. It's never going to happen. Oh, no, it is. Make no, this happen. We Hollywood listens to peer pressure, guys. Hashtag... Boda verse, No one's chanting. We no, be chanting everyone. No, verse, Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, if you're walking down the street listening to this, just start chanting with me. Boda verse. This is how we identify each other. Boda verse. Boda verse. Boda verse. Boda verse. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna keep doing it. Okay, I need you all to start chanting. I'm going to hear it out in the streets. Boda verse. Boda <laughs> Maybe verse. that's why they were setting Boda off fireworks. Verse. Ah, Boda verse. <laughs> you should just yell out your window. Boda verse. Pontooniverse. I could get behind Pontooniverse. All right. <laughs> what else was I going to say? Oh. You know what I was going Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio and Pandora. You can also check us out on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. Find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We actually got a very nice shout out and a retweet from the writer and the artist for Maniac of New York. I know. Which I'm was so pretty happy. cool. I'm excited. I know. That's, yeah. I think that might be our first like pseudo celebrity yeah. acknowledgement. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. It's very nice. We're occasionally on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're at youtube.com slash the media lunch break. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I, I believe I'm you. I'm working on it. I don't believe you. Patreon.com slash the media lunch break. If you want additional content, you probably heard it at the beginning of this episode. If not, then I forgot to put it in. So I'm reminding you now there's additional content. We just put up a very funny clip of Chris 
talking to his son. Is that where that went? Yeah, I did. And okay, I, cool. I, I'm going to send it to you as well, just so you can have it, because it's very funny. Okay, great. But it's just the audio. It's a little five-minute clip, but it's only for patrons. So if you're not a patron, fuck off. Or stay here. Stay here. And become one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Become a patron. Do that. And yeah, we've got another thing to... Oh, I found an old video that I took while we were recording pre-COVID of us, you, like, hitting all the highlights of the Twilight series in a fucking fever dream. So that video is going up. It will be up by the time this this goes live. Did I really do this or is this something yes. you edited together? No, it's incredible. It's I don't a video. Even remember, I don't remember doing this. You must have been drunk. I probably was. <laughs> Statistically. So yeah, you can uh, check that out on patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Give us some money, please. And you can also email us at the media lunch break at gmail.com. You can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. We've got an Amazon affiliate link in the description. So go in there. If you buy something after you click the link, we get a very small kickback. It doesn't cost you anything extra. So buy the Master and Commander Blu-ray. Yes, that's what it's going to be. Kick off the Bodiverse. Start the Bodiverse. It's up to you. Only you can prevent non-Bodiverse universes. Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes and SoundCloud and on YouTube. We've got some videos planned. They're coming up very soon on YouTube. We actually just put out a video on Loki, our predictions for the show. Mm. We've got one coming up on uh, Kamala Khan, not to be confused with the Vice President of the United States of America, (laughs) but who would do that? (laughs) And uh, we've also got some stuff coming up. I think there's going to be a Cowboy Bebop episode after that going over the characters to prepare for the new one. So go there and subscribe. Special thanks to Julie. Julie, thanks, Julie. Thanks, Julie. Still going strong on Patreon. Still going strong in my heart. And mine as well. She's our best friend and yours. Yeah. And don't you forget it. Julie supports the Bodiverse. I doubt it. But she, she does. does support us on Patreon, which everyone should do. And if you do, it means you support the Bodiverse. Tell you what. No, I'm not going to make this claim. I was going to say maybe if you, if we get new patrons, then we'll take half that money and put it towards creating the Bodiverse. But I'm not doing that. <laughs> Can we take half that money and put it towards... Making the Bodiverse no. go viral so that people actual with actual money create the Bodiverse? <laughs> Tell you what, Chris, as soon as you run the Patreon, we can do whatever you want with the money. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible idea. I'm terrible with money. Yeah, you're terrible at running social media platforms as well, so I'm not worried about it. I'm so poor. I took all my money and I put it into the Bodiverse. <laughs> We have to make a stock called the Bodiverse stock Mm. so people will invest in our idea. Yeah, it'll be great. It's going to be so good. Do you think this bit has run its course like a boat? I didn't mean to do that. I just stumbled onto it, by the way. It's just the the natural creativity that's running through the old noggin right now. That's it. We're done. I'm going to end. Oh, I have to actually sign off. We haven't actually even signed off. Did we? Did we sign off? I have no idea. Did we actually sign off? How do we do that? Did I say, did we? All right, that's it. So next week. Yeah, it's time for our double suicide. (laughs) 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 That we do every week.